You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. Today's show is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com, the makers of, what do you want to call it, Anna? <laughs> you own you own blessedbodywear.com. Actually, they pay the bills for us. They pay all the bills. They give us a roof. Thanks. And, uh, food Blessed bodywear. Food, veget- now vegetarian food. We're going to talk about that today. But now vegetarian food. Oh, are you saying that you're becoming a vegetarian with No, I'm not saying me? that. Not in a million years is that ever going to happen, okay? You know, every time you ever said that. No, not doing the vegetarian. Not in a million years. What happens? So here's the thing. Anna, how long ago? month? Actually, it's been a couple months already. Really? Yeah. Okay. Anna decided to, uh, she didn't call it go vegetarian. For the past two years. So are you a vegan, octo, like. You know what? I'll, I'll be honest. This uh, what, putting stuff in a box pay shoe, is what, just. What's the, what's the fish vegetarian and the egg vegetarian and the milk uh, vegetarian? Yeah. And, pescatarian, egg something. Yeah. I can't yeah, I'm not a pescatarian. I'm, <laughs> I'm a Baptist. Listen. <laughs> Um, I like that joke. I for the past at least two years, Mm -hmm. I've been telling you that something was telling me that I should go. You know, I want to call plant based um, diet, and we both have been you know bodybuilders and like our whole entire fitness enthusiasts. I would call (laughs) us sure. Everything we've ever known when, about when you, when you go fitness. to the gym and you're about ten minutes into your warm up and they paid you because somebody one of our kids crapped their drawers, <laughs> you're no longer a bodybuilder. No. You are a fitness enthusiast and very enthusiastic. Yeah, because, because <laughs> once you go down there and change them, then they want to go home and you don't sure want mommy thing. to go, and so that's it for the workout. Yeah. So you become more of an enthusiast. <laughs> yes, go on. Anyway, yes. So everything we've ever known about fitness is that you need animal protein to retain muscle because they are they are complete proteins we're not going to have that discussion right now well this is this is this is what's out there this is what people yes right this is what we believe this is what what i believe believed is that they were not complete proteins and therefore you couldn't use you couldn't properly regenerate muscle right in the volume that you need uh, when you're training really hard and damaging muscle. And that has been And there proven. have been numbers, scores, we'll call it scores uh-huh. of athletes yes. that have uh, um, you know, uh, challenged that and, yeah. and proven it to be not so for them. Right, right. But I'm one of those guys. So, but I, so tried this, I tried this plant-based stuff with you a while ago, like a year or two ago. And for me, it did not work. I didn't feel good. But you only tried good. for two days. Anna, <laughs> it was longer no, than two days. Okay, hold on. I've been. I was feeling myself. I was like, I something tells me I need to go plant based, and I was very scared because I work really hard for my muscle. Right. Really, really hard for my muscle, and I don't want to just all go to waste. I'd, I'd, I'd even say really, really, really hard. You know, and and the thing is, is that I'm not one of those people that are, you know, just naturally like drop out of a cake perfect you know no you know so i and i i had a diet that worked for me as far as like you know i looked decent and stuff like that so i was afraid and you were afraid that 
if I change my diet, I was going to force you to change No, I know yours. you. I know you. Okay? It never starts with, I saved hey, your Terry, life, we need Terry. to talk about I this. I saved Terry, your we life. we need to talk about this. I got an idea about how I'd like to tackle this whole diet thing. I've done some research. I'd like to present it to you. It's not like that. It's like we come home and I ask for, I, I, I like Dove soap, the, the, the sensitive skin Dove soap. Works good for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're out of soap. Oh, I found this at the store. It's very good for you. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. So I've got to use some eye of hemp and you honey. You like and chemicals on your skin. No, I just like my skin to be clean. I like my skin to be clean. The other soap gave me it, more problems than the dove. No, it cleans. It cleans no, very well. No, the other soap gave me more problems than the dove. Stop it. It did. I saved your life. It had coconut oil in it. Yeah. And I kept getting rashes from this soap. That was just this one that didn't work out. All right. the other ones were good. My dove never gives me problems. Hey, you're going to die from dove soap. <laughs> okay? <laughs> the only way that'll happen is if you shove it down my throat or hit me over the head with it one night. It's not going to kill me cleaning my armpits. You know I don't I mean? know. <laughs> well. Back to reality. Back to reality. Well, so No, anyway. you wanted to do this thing. And for me, it didn't work well. I didn't I, feel good. Yes. I lost weight fast. It and just, I had tried it before and I did not do it correctly. And the same thing started happening to me. I just started getting really small and skinny fat and just losing my muscle. And that's that's not my goal, you know, because um, I want to be healthy, but I still want to look good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, going back to a couple months ago, um, now let, I was reading some new research. Let, and let, let's before you move into that, yeah. your your reasonings for doing and are you are you trying to save the planet? Are you are you is it is it for your health or because you're trying to save you know cows and chickens I, from a fate know, worse than death? I know this because you still wear leather shoes, right? I I know this is not going to resonate with everybody listening, right? But. God spoke to me just like um, many other things in our life. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know the reason yet, but I just knew it was something I had to do. And I still don't know the reason. And I just felt that it was something I needed to try. I, you know, it was something that kept coming back to my mind all the time. And And you've been talking about it for a while and you felt like, yeah. And I felt like that's what you needed. Now here's the, here's the deal. I am a person that cares about animals and I'm not against eating meat, but I, I rather support places that do it in a humane way, humane way, you know, organic farms where the the animals are treated right. And then that you honor that animals. Where the farmers themselves use honey and coconut oil soap (laughs) instead of dove. Terry, this is like, this makes me cry when I think about what the the animals go through just so we can have all this waste. Yeah, and I understand that. And and being a kid that was raised in a farming community, my grandfather had a farm. Where people actually cared about the animals, right? It wasn't just like- Yeah, you raise the animals, you treat them humanely. Yeah, and then then you go by, I mean, you you just got to go down the I-5 between LA and San Jose and- see that big feedlot there and you can take a look and just see that that's that's their life, right? And so I, I agree. I, I think And that's not even the worst over there. No, 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 no. I mean I, I agree. You know, now 
but you can still buy meat that is raised in a humane way. Yes, absolutely. And I choose to eat we, that meat. We try to do that. Right. Yeah. And so this is really what what we were gonna <laughs> we, we were really gonna talk about was we live under the same roof. We sure we do. See each other every day, all day long. <laughs> yeah. Us, our kids, and our dogs. Yeah. And we have to get along on things. And and of course, as human beings, I think we get along with people that share the same interests, have mm-hmm. more common denominators mm-hmm. than than differences. And and we have, uh, I, I think to a degree, like I agree and I feel much better. My body works much better, especially at 60 now. I can still continue to be an avid uh, fitness enthusiast. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But I can train as hard as I want. Yeah. Um, if I eat more plant-based foods in my diet instead of, you know, the meat and potatoes and that right. kind of thing. Right. So I make sure that I get more vegetables, my body, everything works better. I feel better. Yep. I don't get flat spots in the day where I'm tired, right. but I can't do uh, just a plant-based diet exclusively. you can't get the volume no, of No, because what happens is it takes about two days and all of a sudden, boom, I crash and, you know, yeah. I drop like 10 pounds. And Well, already it's hard for you to get the calories that you need eating meat right you know it because it you are so busy it's like everybody is right like you're so busy so you need to get it in and and then to have you, you, you it's not like it used to be where it was just the two of us that we were basically cooking all day long for right. ourselves and eating six times a day it, so, it's more challenging in that regard but also i think my body just doesn't tolerate that well and that's the reality is i think the people that do well with this have a genetic predisposition to do that like all humans are not the, the same. same, absolutely. And I know we, yeah. we look at, oh, a study says today that eating, you know, round heart-shaped rocks, you know, is going to elongate your life. So everybody's going to do that. Well, it might work for a percentage. Of, yeah. We, we don't break that down. Right. It's not ever broken down uh, to, you know, you this may be for you. It may not be for you. Sure. You know, paleo absolutely. is good for everybody, you know, right. and this is good for everybody. And then everybody wants to fight. Well, this is good and this is good, but there are yeah. opposite things. How could that work? You know, yep. but everybody can show their show ponies there that did excellent on both. And so therefore that's the selling point. Absolutely. The point is, is that there are people that do really well at it. Like, honestly, you are doing really, really well. Like your body has changed dramatically. You look great. You know, that goal that you had, you don't have the problems that you had before. Right. Uh, with bloating and digestion issues and stuff like that, they're gone. I'm, I'm, you know? it, I'm so but surprised if I try to, by it. When I try to eat what you eat. It doesn't work for you. I'm just a gas ball. <laughs> like, I could float no, a balloon. It, no, you seriously. Know, you know and, what's interesting as well? Just, I, I haven't even told you that, I, but I just realized, because I do, um, ever since I started training for that one show I did, yeah. I, the end of June, I start tracking all my calories and what I eat. Right. Right. And so I had, I had logged in three months worth of calories before I started this diet. And right. then I started the diet and I tried, cause I, I wanted to be fair. And also I want to, the main reason was I wanted to track my protein, making sure I was getting enough protein on a, a vegan diet. And and what I'm v- super surprised is that I have actually increased my calories about 20 to 25% since I started th- this I vegetarian diet. I noticed your butt diet. was getting bigger. Huh? I noticed your butt was getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I actually am leaner. leaner. Yeah. And so that means my body is more efficient, you know, processing that food. And actually last week, Terry goes... 
hey, you're getting a little small. And so I bumped up a little bit more and then, you know, I filled out over the weekend and I noticed, I'm like, oh, I, I got a much better leg workout on Saturday and like that. So, but I am just so surprised because I never thought my body would be one to respond that way. And so here's the point, <clears throat> you know, we, we, we have very, very, strong differences mm -hmm. about how we eat. Now, my concern with you going vegetarian is like everything. If Anna's doing it, everybody else has to do it. <laughs> and I didn't want that imposed on the kids. Mm -hmm. And I certainly didn't want to do it for myself because I know it doesn't work for me. So you can try to convince me all day long it's good for me, like like the coconut oil and honey <laughs> soap, coriander soap, whatever it was. Yeah, I just want my damn Dove soap, right? Because it works. Mm -hmm. And and uh, and so I just didn't want you to impose your values on me either directly or passive aggressively by, oh, I can't stand the smell of the house when you're cooking that chicken. You know, I've been through that with people before, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so that was one of my concerns is that, okay, if you want to do that, I'm fine with you doing that, but don't impose your values on me. Right. Or the, the family and the kids unless they really want to do it. Like, right. like Jesse, he likes to eat a lot of the stuff that you eat. Like he loves quinoa and he loves green juices that I have every day. And ginger, ginger, my God, ginger this juice. Kid can eat ginger like other kids <laughs> eat candy. He you know? and I go to Whole Foods and we eat all the stuff that the family doesn't. You have all your hippie, <laughs> yeah, your hippie outing. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing. Either one of thing? us shaves your, your legs or your underarms. You both go there with hair oh, legs and underarms. Oh, stop it. <laughs> In your midi length dress and stand. Why, why, why can't I shave my underarms? I have no idea vegan. why you can't, honey. I don't know. No. no. Uh, and the truth is it is a palate thing and it yeah. is, you know, and he shares with me probably because the first year of his life, that's I was, that's what he ate. Yeah. What he ate. Um, but also it's probably genetic as well. You know, your, your, your taste Yeah, and buds. he's a kid that he could eat rocks and he, he, you know, his, his, the kid's got a six pack. He's three years old and he's got a six pack, <laughs> you know, and, and he's just very heavily muscled and like that. So, but going back to the point, the point was that, you know, living together, we don't, you know, we, we have enough friction in our life. Right. <laughs> we don't need to go looking for more. Yes. Right. There's friction because we have three kids. There's friction because they're all three foster kids. And so there's all the extra foster system stuff that you oh, get to enjoy. Don't get to. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't get us started on that. Um, you know, the courts and therapists and doctor's yep. appointments and all the different workers that have to come and none of them talk to each other and nobody knows what's going on and nothing gets done. And mm -hmm. I won't go on. Uh, and, and then we own a business. Yep. You know, we've got a second business that we're, that we're starting. We don't need extra friction. We don't need extra points of disagreement. Right. And so uh, just like I like, you know, I like to go out to the range and shoot my gun. Uh, you don't very often come with me. Right. You know, now do you dislike guns? No. Right. Uh, do you like to go shooting? Is that a favorite pastime of yours? No. Right. When I go, I have fun, but it's not something no, I make not time so like, to oh, go. Oh man, yeah. I want to get up and go shooting today. You know, you don't care. Right. Yeah. And so uh, I don't, I don't make you feel bad about that. I just go do my thing and you yeah. do your thing. Right. And so I, I think this, this, what I wanted to talk about or what I wanted to share with people is, uh, that's easy to do for us with some things, mm -hmm. but things like food, there's mm -hmm. crossover there mm -hmm. because when we sit down to have a meal, we have a meal as a family. Right. And so there's a crossover there. There's this smell of cooking chicken or eggs or whatever it is. I don't eat a lot of red meat, but, uh, but chicken and eggs, eat right. lots of chicken and eggs. Right. right. Um, 
and so making sure that, you know, if you're getting groceries, make sure that you're getting the stuff that I need too and the, and the kids need and not just what you need, you know? So, so that was your fear. Well, it's just, I know so many people yeah. that take that approach. They get self-righteous. Okay. Oh, we're going to be vegetarian now because of this and save the planet and you know, the baby seals and whatever the list. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so it's for that reason. And then now we impose those values on everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and so when it becomes like that, it just becomes another point of friction. Now, the thing of it is, is what I believe is if that's what you want to do, I would never stand in the way of you doing that. Right. You know, if, uh, you know, when you went and chopped your hair off, you had long, beautiful hair and like that. And I woke up the next day and boom, there's Anna with no hair left in her head. Right. And uh, still, yeah, you had hair, but it was very, very short. It was an inch, yeah. That affects our whole family. That affects what you're doing as a model. It affects what we're doing with every aspect of our life, right? <clears throat> now, the thing of it is, is you look beautiful. You look beautiful with short hair, no hair, hair, long hair, curly hair, straight hair, whatever it is. If, if you're wearing pigtails every day, I'm going to ask you to take it out every now and again. If you're wearing it curly all the time, I prefer curly. You prefer to straighten it, you know, things like that. We just talk about stuff like that, but you know, being upset because so many people were like when kind you of shave your beard. Well, without telling me <laughs> that's happened once. And then Jesse freaked out because <laughs> he didn't know who I was. You never seen me without a beard. But but with the hair thing, it's just, yes, that affects us, but that's your preference. And so to me, that's a different kind of a thing. But I got a lot of comments. I won't say heat, but comments mostly from guys. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe that I quote unquote, let you do that. I remember. <laughs> remember yeah. that? Yes. And yeah. so it's just like, or hey. People are like, oh, it's okay. It grows back. <laughs> you know? Right. It's like, no, it's, it looks good like this. Right. And yeah. so, and so I, I think, I think that, I think doing something like becoming a vegetarian, um, and we don't even call it that. You just eat a plant-based diet. Yeah. I, I like calling plant-based diet because the truth is, is that I, I'm not eating, how can I say this? Like if I'm going to eat, I made, I made gluten-free muffins for right. the kids this weekend for the kids, but I had a couple and it requires eggs and milk. Right. I still ate them, you know, so it's not a religion for you. It's right. a food choice. Like it, so could I have used almond milk and an egg substitute? Sure. But I'm not there yet. If I feel okay. like I would feel better if I did, I don't know if I would or not. You know, I didn't notice or the difference. Or just don't eat the muffins. But <laughs> <laughs> Make you, your own muffins. Are you crazy? <laughs> Make your own damn muffins. So I haven't gone to that extent yet of like being, you know, I still cook my veggies with a little bit of ghee or butter. And so things like that. But I'm not actually going and choosing to. But how do you feel about food. then? Should the whole family do what you want to do? I don't, I don't think so. Like when I cook stuff for me, I make it available for everybody else to, to eat. You know, Emma loves eating whatever we're eating. Like it doesn't, she is so picky. Whatever is on her plate, she never really wants to eat, but whatever is on our plate. She wants to eat. And so, you know what? She wants to try my quinoa with veggies. Go at it. You know, she was eating beets with me and like that. So it, what I'm eating, it's available for the entire family. But that doesn't mean that I won't give them their organic mac and cheese <laughs> and you know they are, they already eat so healthy and they eat chicken and kids as it is toddlers they don't eat a ton of meat just because the texture is you know 
you have to like really get it figured out so that we eat some um so it, it, it's not a concern what i do with them is i just use spices and stuff that's an aside but <laughs> but uh i just use ketchup well <laughs> when i make that like i made that pasta great. sauce that homemade sauce yeah and they all love that and yeah. that had had some beef in it right right but uh, but anyway uh i i guess that uh, you know now the, i can see how other people get super like obsessed with it and well it just becomes uh, you know I, I i'm not going to use words like overboard but i think anybody that's dealt with that and has used that word overboard knows exactly what i'm talking about right it's like because you're doing you know you're doing this you're going to make me feel guilty for every cow out there in a pasture somewhere like i put them there no i right. just want the damn meat it, you know and, it, and and so i'll go to whole foods in and buy some at a level four or whatever they got this four right. number system you know it, the the point is is that some people just because they're doing it well, it's just like right now okay we're we're looking at an election right and so if if you're if you believe in being a democrat everybody else has to be a democrat too and if not well you're just a piece of garbage right or right. the other way around you know republicans right. and and the thing is is it's just you know everybody can make their own choice yeah, now can you, you make your respectful. own choice and live under the same roof right and get along and not have it be a point of friction in your relationship and I think that's hard. I think that's hard be for most people. I mean, thankfully, uh, me changing my diet has not affected our household. I haven't seen... No, because you're not trying to impose it on anybody else. Right. And for me, for example, if I eat something, it has to be gluten-free because that's my health. I, I literally get sick if it's not. So that's something that is non-negotiable right. for me. And I rather I don't buy. And we're we're blessed that way because you are also we're both, yeah yes. both of us are very gluten intolerant and, and so that it makes it easy. And we just but end our up kids buying aren't. our kids aren't. But ninety percent of what they eat is gluten free for convenience. For convenience, and f you know sometimes there's mac and cheese left over, and Daddy wants some, and there's no chance of you getting sick and now i still get them you know regular bread because they can't stand gluten-free well it's more delicious let's be honest yeah. you know and so i things like that you know it doesn't bother yeah. me but i think for most people it's hard because it's like if you're a cer certain faith you want your household to share that with you if you have so a certain belief system or you know a a, a political view you want to share those things with your spouse and you know your kids and, and see how I believe about that. Like like okay, here's here's one example. Like I I've never been, I've had points in my life, you know, when I was younger where where I partied, you know, more and like that. But I've never been a big drinker. Just mm -hmm. really don't consume a lot of alcohol. I remember years ago when I still lived in Canada, I bought a great big magnum of Jack Daniels, you know, and. Yeah. I think 10 years later, I still had two thirds of that bottle, you know? Right. So it's just, it was just never one that ever drank. And yep. then I met you and your family are social drinkers. They like to, when everybody gets together, they like to have some wine or yep. maybe a glass of whiskey or something like that. And, and so I started, you know, doing that, right? Because it was, it was awkward and uncomfortable when everybody was together and I was the only one not drinking. Right. Right. Uh, if we're out driving somewhere or if I'm, you know, I, I have a license to carry my gun. If I'm carrying a gun, I certainly don't drink right. um, anything like that. But if we're at home here, right, you know, it was just, so I felt 
not pressure because nobody pressured me, but I did feel some pressure that yeah. maybe I should have a social drink, right? Yes. So, so I did, and then and that became a normal thing. And now I'm at that point again where, you know, I just don't want to put alcohol in my body. Right. You know what I mean? And actually, you stopped drinking. You don't I, drink anything at all now. I haven't had I haven't had anything in alcohol for like months now. Yeah. Um, and I just don't care since like, June. And, and that's that's another thing is like, but but. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, that that social drink, like I used to have a glass of wine almost every night. Like at the end of the day. But this is the thing. People that like to drink yeah. don't want to drink alone. Right. So they make you feel bad because you don't want to have a drink. Right. You see what I mean? But I feel like I've never pushed you one way or the other because you wouldn't no. know you, you wouldn't know that I drink before and you wouldn't know that I'm not no, drinking no, for it this was, many It's months. more when everybody's together. When yeah. the family's all here. It's like you got to have a drink because if you don't, what's wrong? You know, yeah. you're okay. You what's know? wrong with you? Yeah, you okay? Well, that's definitely my parents. Yeah. They're coming back this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that you're not drinking, I'm not drinking, yeah. and we've got the kids and stuff like that. You know, they. My sister's not drinking because she's breastfeeding. No, and now it goes kind of the other way because now they adapt, and when they come here, they really don't drink that very much. much anymore. Yeah, it's that's pretty true. rare. You know, that's true. So, so uh, I, I think, I think the answer is. You know, you're going to, you're going to be with somebody and when you start a relationship, <clears throat> 10 years later, you're not the same person. Mm -hmm. You may grow at different rates. You may grow in different interests and things like that. Um, what I came to, you know, the whole vegetarian thing where I came to is, okay, am I in love with this woman? And am I committed to being married to her for the rest of my life? Well, if she wants to be a vegetarian, fine. As long as she understands that I'm not, I'm not doing that with her as long as that's going to be okay with her, I'm not going to let something as stupid as that mm -hmm. get in the way. I'm not going to let anything get in the way of my marriage. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I just made a decision that I'm just not going to make that a point. What makes it easy is I don't have to hear about it from you ever mm -hmm. because you're never telling me how you're better somehow or your life is better. Or you're healthier. Every time I get a snotty nose that, Oh my God, that's because you had a hamburger last week. You know, it, you just go about your business and do your thing. And I, you know, we do our thing. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and nobody imposes. I don't try to press you to go out and practice on the range. You know, if that's not in your heart to do, don't go anywhere near a gun. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and, and I think that's, you're going to have differences. And if you don't, when you first meet, you're going to develop them over time. Absolutely. And so if you, if you press the other person to make them feel bad because they don't want to make the decision with you, Right. Or if you don't just let them go on their way and do what they want to do, as long right. as it's not detrimental to anybody. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, that's just going to be a natural part of life and living. You know, we've talked about what we want to do next. Mm -hmm. And uh, for a long time, I kind of walked away from photography. I was just doing blessed stuff and shooting you yeah. for fun. And now... I got the urge to go back and this has happened to me probably three times in my career where it's just like, Oh, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> and then it's like, Oh, you know, I think I'd like to go back and do it again. Yeah. And for me, it's about creating the art, right? We've never had an issue with uh, me working with models and right. you know, that's never been an issue for us. Right. right. Uh, and so I know that's not a problem. Um, it will start being something that I start earning money for again. I'll start doing commercial work, not big projects, but I'll shoot individual models and things like that again. Uh, so we'll probably start that up in the new year. Um, but that's a thing that it's a new thing. Now we're introducing, you know, working with models again. 
uh, it's not a problem for you and I, but it's a problem for a lot of other people right. that know us and follow us. But we don't have an issue with it. But there are boundaries. Right. Right? Uh, I don't communicate with models unless it's about business. Right. Right? Uh, oftentimes, I try to get them to meet you so you know. I prefer when you're here when I shoot, uh, things like that, just because I don't want there ever to be... Somebody can never come back and say, oh, when Anna wasn't there... That's why doctors have a nurse in the room, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I mean, that's true. And also, one of the things that we never thought about when we discussed you going back to work with models, because I don't have a problem with it, you right. know, it, like you and I, our relationship is very secure. So it's like... Uh, but it's secure he, because we make the... It's, it's not because we just, oh, I'm secure, so whatever. No, what what we're very respectful it's a relationship right it needs it's, attention it's a, it needs trust it needs right. validation it needs all those things and it's a very fragile thing right and so we make the extra effort to make sure right that the other person is comfortable and that is that wouldn't like be a i don't problem. do guys nights out you don't do girls nights out right. you don't you know you and five of your friends don't screw off to mexico for five days and do god knows what and, no you know we don't do that kind of stuff i don't go to the strippers with the boys and we don't do that kind of stuff right. because why, like, why would I do that? Right. You know, but what I was going to say is that what we didn't really realize until you, you were shooting, you know, a couple of people and I, I was like, Oh, I'm going to leave the house with the kids because especially our oldest is very impressionable. Yeah. And she's at an age where she can't, she's very smart, but she can't really understand. So she processes things her own way. And Lord knows what she would get out of, you know, seeing you shoot a model it's not a good in lingerie. Thing for, like, it's, yeah. she's not ready for that. Yeah, Jesse so wouldn't care. He, Emma, Emma could care less. Right, but, but, Katie, but Katie, Katie would. Definitely, yeah, so, she, you know, and so that is one more variable. that, And that's the, that's the thing. Like, I have never mentioned to them, I don't eat meat. You shouldn't, like, I have not said anything. Just like I don't say... Don't eat that and you're going to get and, fat. And that's another you know thing I mean? because, because I may not agree. Like I think the kids can make that choice later. Absolutely. That's not the choice that they make right now. We don't make that choice for them. Absolutely. You know? and, I and, completely agree. And so if, if like I can tell, you know, like with Jesse, you can tell the food's that he doesn't, that aren't good for him because he won't eat them. Right. He doesn't like he them. He naturally them. gravitates And the, all kids, all the kids all have three different, completely different palates. Yeah. And each of them chooses the foods they want. Yeah. As long as, and you make a healthy meal, a right. healthy balanced and, and I was going to say that. that the only thing I do have control still because they're little and they're not buying the groceries is, you know, the stuff that there's no nutrients, no health yeah, yeah, benefits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then what I, but what I tell them though, is I don't say those are bad foods. I don't say, all I tell them is, you know what? These are treats. And so if you eat too many, they hurt your tummy or, you know, I, so because but you don't create that, that negative relationship with food. Yeah. Not only that, but, but, <laughs> and I've seen this done before. I've seen it done, oh gosh, way too often, but and I won't go into the specifics about those examples, but you want to be a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. You, you, you want the rest of the world then must be vegetarian. So right. I'm going to passive aggressively say crap to my kids 
to get them on my side. And like you don't, I could never do you that, don't yeah. create, and this is one of the things that makes our differences work. We have so many differences. Right. I was born and raised in Canada. You're born and raised in Brazil. The cultures are vastly different, mm -hmm. vastly different. Uh, the rules on how a house functions, holidays are different. Mm -hmm. You know, turkey dinner is different, mm -hmm. right? Everything's different. Yeah. And so if we don't allow for those differences and... It, you know, I hate using this agree to disagree, but just, just respect each other's choices. Right. And then honor that, that mommy wants to do this. Mommy right. would rather bath and daddy would rather shower. Daddy right. wants, right. you know, whatever. Right. Uh, and, and so the thing of it is, is that we have to be tolerant, I think. And, and when you don't little stupid stuff like this becomes great, big monstrous stuff that can tear a marriage apart. Yeah. And certainly erode a relationship. Right. Creates division in the family and like that. And you're not teaching your kids tolerance of others either. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. You can marry somebody and be so going, and people always say, oh, we grew apart. You don't have to grow apart. You can have other, in, develop other interests. And as long as they're not detrimental to your marriage, like I, you know, I'm interested in, you know, making porn movies, you know, that's, <laughs> that's going to poke a hole in your marriage, right? <laughs> but uh, if, if I decide, hey, I want to take up hiking and you don't want to go hiking, you know, I can still go hiking, but you need to be respectful of me wanting to do that. And I need to be respectful of you and the family when I do that. Right. And then when we do that, it actually enhances the relationship and makes things fun and interesting. So I, I think that's the way to approach it. And so what I, I guess what I want to say in closing is, I'm very, very proud of you because I know this is an important thing to you and I know some of the issues and I make funny and I tease you in jest and we go back and forth with this. But, but in reality, I'm happy that you've made the choice that you have because you look, your skin looks better. Your body looks, uh, I, I won't say better or worse. Your body looks more the way you wanted it to look and uh, you've got energy to burn. <laughs> Uh, your moods are even, you know, it's working for you. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't work for me. What I'm doing now works for me. Right. Uh, now, the truth is, is I've added a great deal more plant-based foods to my diet just because I feel better. Right. And so I don't eat a lot of the stuff that I used to eat. I don't eat a lot of grains anymore because they just don't make me feel good. And, mm -hmm. um, but like you, you know, you like the beans and I can't eat the beans, you know? Right. And, and so the thing of it is, is we find what works for us. We find what makes us happy and then we share our lives together and we do it in a respectful way. And I think that's why it works. That's, and, and that's the only way. Yeah. And I think that's what I'd like to pass on to everybody today from, you know, this whole experience because, because the going vegetarian thing, you know, every guy I'm going to tell that every guy who's going to hear this is going, Oh God, there we go. You know? And right. it's, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, trust me, dude, you'll be eating, you know, and it's like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to be eating anything. I'm eating what I'm eating, you know? Uh, but for this, this is one of those things that is a very prickly issue for, for, for a lot of people. Right. You know, especially guys, my generation that are meat and potatoes kind of guys. And what do you think by next year you'll be eating vegetarian? <laughs> <laughs> You're so wrong, Anna. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Again, um, body, <laughs> I forgot the name of the company, blessbodywear.com. Have an awesome day. We'll be back in a couple of days with another episode of Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. <laughs>